to the Wise Women Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, mama, wife, book lover, coffee lover, and just your everyday woman seeking after Christ. Come along with me as we discover deep truths in God's Word, discuss common struggles among Christian women, and build a community to help hold one another accountable. If you're looking for a place to hear real, raw truth and honesty from Scripture, then this is definitely the place for you. So grab your Bible, your journal, and a pen, and join me as we dive into today's topic. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another week of the podcast. We are going to be starting a new series, and it's all about the topic of identity and who we are in Christ. We're going to look at some scripture and see what scripture says about who we are as Christians. If you are anything like me, you've spent some time in your Bible and you've heard preachers preach about all these quote unquote benefits of salvation and all that Jesus has to offer, but you've never applied those truths to your heart and made them applicable to your everyday life. So this series is going to focus on looking at those truths and how does that truth apply to my life? And we're going to start off with the topic of redemption. Um, Let's go ahead and pray, and then we're going to get started in this topic. Lord, I thank you so much for this series that you've put on my heart. God, I have been up and down with it, and seems like all over the place with it, but God, I know that you have a purpose for this, and my prayer is that you would speak with clarity through me and that the women would hear what you would have them to hear, and that each woman listening would get a little nugget of encouragement or a little nugget of conviction or whatever it is that they need from this message, God. I pray that you would allow their ears to hear it, that you would allow their heart to hear it and receive it, and that they might walk away changed and closer to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, If you were to go today onto any TikToker or vlogger or um, any celebrity or any trending person on social media, if you were to go to their page today, one of the first things you would see is their bio page. That's where we can read all the things that they're interested in or what they identify themselves as or who they identify themselves as. We all do it on a regular basis. We give ourselves titles or identities. And if I had to give you mine, it would be I'm a wife, stay-at-home mom, I'm a girl mom, I'm a reader, a former teacher, a Christian. You get the hint. The definition of identity is to establish or indicate who or what someone or something is. I think that's so, so interesting. And we all know in today's society, especially in 2024, that everybody is identifying as whatever they want to be. This episode is not about that. This is about the definition of who do you identify as, as a woman? We as women wear many hats. Some of us are career women, wives, mothers, caregivers, homemakers, pastor's wives, youth minister wives, praise team leaders, 
group leaders, sisters, friends, daughters, and everything in between that I may have missed. I'm sure there's so many more words that could describe some of you women. We all have crucial roles that we play within the lives of our families. And if we're not careful, those roles can define everything about us and become our identity. It can be so easy to get swept up in the business of life that we become all consumed with the titles we're given on the day-to-day basis. I know firsthand how hard this is because as a mom, and, and I feel like it's one of those things where you don't really believe it until somebody, until you become one, but I never believed that my identity would become a mom. Like I would get so lost in motherhood that I would forget who I am at the core of myself. And even within marriage, like you become so, you become so meshed with your spouse that sometimes it's hard to find where do they end and where do you begin. And there's nothing wrong with that by any means. But sometimes when we're observing ourselves and taking inventory of ourselves, sometimes that's hard because it's like, well, who am I? What do I like? What am I interested in? And so usually the first thing we do when we have a conversation with someone that we're meeting maybe for the first time or we're just getting to know them is a popular question that we ask. So what do you do for a living? Or do you have any children? Are you married? Um, you know, those are the typical questions we ask. These are common conversations that we have among ourselves as women that we tend to identify ourselves with and we don't even realize it. And it's not a problem that we identify with that. At the end of the day, that's who we are. Those are the words and the titles that describe who we are. We can overly relate with these ideas sometimes And eventually call ourselves these things or these ideas or concepts more than we call ourselves the names that God has given us. And when I was preparing for this, um, one phrase in particular really has came to my mind. And I think about it, especially here in the South, um, is the topic of being a hot mess mama. Like, oh, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm a hot mess. You know, it's just who I am. Um, it's funny because our pastor was actually preaching a couple Sundays ago and the thought came to me of how many times do I identify myself as a hot mess? You know, I'll say, oh gosh, I'm just a hot mess today, you know? And, and I feel like we as women do it all the time. And I'm not saying it's wrong to say that, but Sometimes I catch myself, especially when life is overwhelming and when life is quite literally a hot mess, I find myself declaring that name over myself and I almost become that because I say it so much, you know, well, how are you doing today? Oh, you know, I'm just a hot mess today, but I'm here or you know, well, how's your week going? Oh, it's been a hot mess of a week, you know, um, this is going wrong and this and this and it can become easy for when when we speak words out loud, it becomes easy for those words to become who we are without even anticipating it. We speak those words over who we are and we can become that. And so I just want to challenge you that don't identify yourself as a hot mess and excuse the fact 
that, oh, well, it's just who I am. Because, friend, God created you to be so much more. And we're going to dive into that in the next few weeks. But, yes, we are all hot messes. But we don't need to identify as that. Because God has redeemed us and he has made us so much more than that. Anyways, enough about that. Um, (laughs) We have titles that we call ourselves and define ourselves with. And sometimes as women, we declare other ideas over ourselves, just like the hot mess mama or any other thing you may call yourself frequently. But we also label ourselves things like I'm an angry mom or I'm an angry friend. Um, Some of us may tell ourselves I'm so jealous of her or I'm just envious. I wish I could have what she has. And these are things that we speak to ourselves and we speak over ourselves. And we basically, this is how we talk to ourselves. Um, Bitterness, convincing yourself that you are unworthy, convincing yourself you are a bad mom. And this is one that I have to talk myself out of a lot is, oh, I'm just a stay-at-home mom or I'm just a stay-at-home wife or um, this isn't one I'm identifying with yet, but, you know, oh, I'm just a pastor's wife, um, or I'm just a pastor's kid. Um, you're so much more than that. I'm just going to put that plug in there. It's, it's more than just a, you are so much more than that. Um, you might identify yourself as, or convince yourself, well, I'm still just single. I guess I'm going to be single forever. Or, I'm too big or I'm too small based on my size and what society says and I'm not pretty enough or I'm not smart enough. You know, there are so many concepts and ideas and words that we as women in today's society beat ourselves up with on an every single day, every single moment basis. And I'm going to be real with you. I wish when I got saved and accepted Christ in my heart, that some of those negative self-talk ideas that I spoke over myself and that I speak over myself, I wish they would have all just disappeared. I wish when I accepted Christ into my heart that it would have just been like a poof, every all of those thoughts are gone kind of thing. But that's just not the case. That's not real life. That's not how it happens. That's not how it works. While I, like, while I accepted the free gift of salvation... Accepting who my new identity is in Christ was not as easy for me. Let me kind of explain a little bit. Explain a little bit. Accepting the free gift of salvation is so easy. All you do is just accept it. You accept and allow the Lord into your heart and to change you. But believing all the things that God says I am about me that's a lot harder for me to do. So accepting salvation was easy and free, but accepting my new identity is not as easy because at the end of the day, I know me. I know how dirty and wretched and ugly my heart is. And I know, I know just how disgusting I am on the inside. You know, I know how filthy my heart is. And so it's not as easy has a has salvation and I wish it was sometimes the world pushes for us to focus on ourselves, self-care self-help self-sufficient 
self-serving, self-reliance, you know, I could literally go on for minutes with all the self words that are out there. The world has convinced us that we are the creators of our own destiny, that we create our happiness, that we choose the path of life that we want to live. But friend, I am here to tell you that the word says otherwise. And I'm here to tell you that all of these titles that we give ourselves and all of these things that we identify ourselves with and the identity that we lose ourselves in, there's scripture to overcome all of that. And we're going to be in Romans 3, 23 and 24 today. Romans 3, 23 and 24, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to break down the scripture and we're going to look at what some of these words mean, like we do every time. Um, so have sinned, for all have sinned. We have all missed the mark. Have, have sinned in this context right here means to miss the mark. We've missed it. Um, for all have sinned and come short. Come short means to lack or to be behind. And come short of the glory of God. So we, have be, we are short of the glory of God. We are lacking of the glory of God because we have all missed the mark. We have all sinned and we've all missed the mark. Being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Being justified means declared righteous. I love that phrase. When I saw, when I looked it up and being justified was defined as one word together or like a phrase. I loved when I saw that it said declared righteous. I feel like those two words right there are enough to say everything <laughs> that I have been declared righteous despite who I am. Um, freely means without a cause or it's a gift. Grace is kindness and through means on account of or because of and redemption. The redemption means a release affected by a payment of ransom. I'll say that one again. A release, ex a release affected by a payment of ransom. So basically, you're set free. So I'm going to put all this together. And basically, this says, we have all missed the mark and lack the glory of God. But we are declared righteous without a cause for no reason by God's kindness through a release of payment that is found in Jesus Christ. How good is that scripture? <laughs> For no reason, God is kind to us and he has given us his grace through the payment of Jesus. Here is a better definition of redemption or redeemed. Based on Webster's 1828, it says redeemed means to be ransomed or delivered from bondage, 
distress, penalty, liability, or from the possession of another by paying an equivalent. We are delivered from bondage of sin. But most importantly, ladies, we are delivered from the bondage of ourselves. Just think about that. We have been delivered from ourselves. When I think about the just wicked person that I am as a sinner. And when I'm saying wicked, I'm not, I'm not like insinuating, you know, murderer or thief or anything like that, but just my everyday rude thoughts and snarky comments that I make. And you know, the the things that make me a sinner. When I think of all of that, Jesus was the redemption of that. He came and saved me. He redeemed me. He delivered me from myself. You know, we all say, there's the phrasing, you know, I am my own worst enemy. And that is the truth. We are our own worst enemy. But the truth of that is, Jesus came to deliver us from ourselves. We don't have to live in this constant identity and negative thought pattern of, well, I'm not this and I'm not this and I can't do this and I can't be this. At the end of the day, glory to God that we can't because Christ can. And sorry, this is so good. And I'm just so thankful that God is allowing me to share this. Because God is our, Jesus is is our redemption. And because we freely have this through grace, we are all sinners, yes. But because of this, we should not be finding identity in ourselves. We should be making our identity all about Christ. And I've had this thought for a little over a year now. And in the trenches of motherhood and dealing with postpartum and going through all the hard stuff, I kept thinking to myself, you know, and, and, you know, being swept up in social media more than I should be and convincing myself, you know, I need to find who I am. I need to figure out who I am. And uh, I'll never forget the day I was in the shower and I was literally tears were just pouring down my face and I was just praying, you know, God, who am I? I don't understand why I can't figure out who I am anymore. I feel like I've lost myself. I feel like I don't know who I am anymore. I feel like a shell of a person. Who am I? I don't understand this. And and I just kept saying, you know, help me find things to make me me again. And help me to just figure out a path that I'm supposed to be on. And I'll never forget. It was like clear as day. It was like the spirit just spoke to my heart and was like, that's the point, Andrea. You're not supposed to find who you are because who you are doesn't matter anymore. It's all about Christ. And sorry, I just, it's so good. And it is such a good reminder for myself um, that. We sometimes get put on such a path of finding out who we are and 
recognizing ourselves that we forget at the end of the day, we don't matter. This life is not about you and me. This life is about Christ and allowing his light to shine. See, I became so focused on, I became so focused on who am I and what can I do to make myself better? And what can I do to, you know, fill in the blank? And, and I, I got so focused on me that I forgot that Christ is at the center of it all. And that that's what it's all about. It's not about me. It's not about what I can do or what I can try to accomplish. But it's about Christ in me and, God, and Christ working through me. We are going to miss the mark as mothers, as wives, as friends, sisters, daughters, fill in the blank with whatever you'd like there. We're going to miss the mark. Romans 3.23 says we have all sinned and we have come short of the glory. We've missed the mark and we are lacking in the, of the glory of God because of that. We are human. That's what's going to happen. If we are finding our identity in those things, then we will never know who we really are. And we will continue searching the rest of our lives to figure it out because it's not something that's reachable by ourselves. And it's not something that self-focused isn't what God would have us to be. He wants us to be Christ-focused. He has come and redeemed us. He has come and bought us from ourselves. After I had that thought of, you know, stop trying to figure out who I am. It's who Christ is in me and follow that. After I had that thought, I just remember thinking like, wow, I, I have been so me, 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 me and worried about me that I have neglected to see what God has delivered me from. I became so focused on all of the things that I forgot that God delivered me from, you know, negative thoughts and God delivered me from my shame and he delivered me from my guilt and he delivered me out of, you know, um, bad words and all these things. He has delivered me from those things. So why am I trying to find myself in those things again? When we find our identity in Christ, we will become better women. When we focus on who is Christ in me and allowing Christ to work in you, we will become somebody that we don't have to question, who am I? Who, who am I? What is my role? You won't have to question it because you're going to know Christ is me. That is who is in me. Uh, I think the best example of this in the New Testament is Paul. Time and time again, he just shows and glorifies God. And you know, in scripture it says that he, Paul says, for me to live is, for um, me to live is for Christ to live and for me to die is Christ to die. And that's obviously my version of that. But Paul got it. Paul realized that this life is not about me. This life is all about Christ. And we have received a ransom. We have been bought with a price by a lamb, a spotless, perfect lamb. We have been bought 
And I think sometimes it's so easy to take that for granted because our generation doesn't have the, I don't want to say we don't have the ability, but we have never had to make a sacrifice. We've never had to go and get one of our sheep out of our flock and find the whitest, purest one and build an altar and sacrifice it. We've never had to go through that. And so sometimes I think it's hard for us to wrap our brain around just what happened when God sacrificed his son, Jesus. Jesus was spotless. He was blameless. He was perfect in every sense. He bore all of our sins and he was the spotless lamb that took my punishment and sometimes it's so hard to wrap our ra- our brains around that. Our earthly brains sometimes I don't think can quite grasp the concept of that sacrifice that was actually done for us. And so I've said a lot and I pray that you have gleaned some kind of little nugget from something out of this. But here's what I want you to hear today. If you don't hear anything else, here's what I want you to hear. We have been delivered from ourselves. Christ died and delivered us from ourselves, from our sins. So stop trying to put your identity in yourself. Stop trying to identify who you are and put that identity in Christ and allow Christ to become one with you. Allow him to overtake you so much that when someone looks at you or when someone describes you, they describe Christ-like characteristics. Because at the end of the day, that's what I want to be said about me. Not, oh, did you see that she became a size two and she's lost so much weight and wow, I just can't believe it. And, you know, or I don't want them to say, oh, well, she's a you know, she's just the best pastor's wife, or did you hear her voice? She sounds like a goddess. You know, at the end of the day, yes, those things are wonderful to hear. I'm not going to lie. Those things are great to hear, but they don't matter. At the end of the day, I want it to be said about me that I forgave when it wasn't easy to forgive, and I loved when someone wasn't loved lovable. And I went the extra mile when it wasn't foreseeable. And I gave when I had nothing to give. I want it to be said that I was Christ-like at the end of the day. When my girls grow up and when they're describing me, I want nothing more for them to say, Mommy was just like Christ. Obviously, I can never be just like Christ, but I want them to say, be able to say she walked with Christ every day. She had a relationship with him. She walked in his redemption. She walked in that deliverance from her bondage, and she was not herself because she allowed Jesus to work through her. And so I just want to encourage you today to stop trying to chase something or an identity or a facade and start chasing Christ even more than all of those things because that is what matters at the end of the day.
I pray that this has encouraged you. I pray that you have been able to get some kind of little nugget out of this. And we are going to continue this series for a couple more weeks. And um, God willing, next week will be about forgiven, about who we are. We are forgiven and how to accept the forgiveness and walk in the forgiveness. And what does forgiveness look like? We're going to talk about that next week. So I do hope that you will come back for another week. And I hope that you will share this with a friend, with a sister, with someone who you think might need the encouragement. Um, share it on your social media. Share it. Re- give me a, or give the podcast a review if you can. Um, like I've mentioned before, I'm making no money from this. This The purpose of this is not for me to make money. The purpose of this is for God's name to be glorified and for you and others to draw closer to God along with me. Um, I am just a sinner who's struggling with these exact topics, and I figured why not share what I'm struggling with with the rest of the world. So sorry for the tears. Sorry for the snotty nose. (laughs) At this point, it's just who I am. Um, So thank you for showing up as always, and I appreciate that, and let's pray. God, thank you for my sister who showed up today. Thank you that she decided to tune in and to listen. And I pray that you bless her for the time that she gave. Thank you for the word that you've given me. Thank you for your son. Thank you that he willingly took our place on that cross and became our sacrifice and became the lamb and was the lamb and is the lamb that is perfect and blameless. When we couldn't be those things, thank you for being all that we could never be. Help us, God, to pursue you and to be more like you than we are ourselves. Help us to find our identity in you and in nothing else. Help us to be more like you and less like ourselves. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.